So many people want to use peptides who are not hormonally optimized and they are throwing their money in the trash. Now, that's not to say that someone who's not hormonally optimized and blows their elbow or blows their shoulder can't get benefit from using a peptide for healing. But if you want peptides to work like a symphony in the body, a fine working symphony, it's first hormones optimized, second lifestyle optimized. I'm doing resistance training, which is again, bone bearing. I'm doing cardiovascular to strengthen the vascular systems. And I'm also living insulin controlled, which means I'm not eating too much insulin or, or consuming too much sugar and carbohydrates to overwhelm my insulin uh, sensitivity levels. If I'm doing those three things and I know I'm hormonally optimized or working to get hormonally optimized, and then I start using peptides or again, bioregulators or growth hormone or any of those things, you're going to see a much more profound effect and a synergistic effect between all those things than you will if you're just an average Joe. Hey, Dr. Axe here. Have you ever taken an ice bath? Cold plunging has become my secret weapon to get better sleep, reduce inflammation, and boost recovery. I personally have a cold chair tub and it's been a game changer. I just walk up to my tub and get in, no prep, no ice, no hassle. Thanks to the chiller, the water is always the perfect temperature whenever I need it. Plus my cold chair tub has a filtration system, which means my water stays clean and full constantly, saving me tons of water and money. And on top of it, all, I earn cold coins for every purchase, which redeems savings off other products and accessories. So whether you've tried cold immersion or you're just dipping your toes in the water, culture is worth checking out. Head over to culture.com and use the promo code AXE to save $200. That's culture, C-O-L-D-T-U-R-E.com slash ancient health or promo code AXE for $200 off. Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to the Ancient Health Podcast. My name is Courtney and we have a phenomenal guest who has already just been ranting and going on and on. I had to hit record because there's so much good meat here for you. And it's an interview that I've been looking forward to doing because I've personally benefited from this individual's work and his voice in the space of health. So without further ado, I've got to introduce our guest, Jay Campbell. He's a five-time international best-selling author. He's a speaker. He's been biohacking probably since before biohacking was a thing. <laughs> and he's now a voice in the space of health optimization, hormone optimization, human consciousness, I mean, there's so many things and ways that we could go and unpack conversation. I feel like we'll probably have to do a part two. But Jay, thank you so much for joining me today. We've got so much ground to cover. We're going to do it. I'm just thrilled you're here. Courtney, it's an honor and I'm definitely privileged and humbled to be here with you. Uh, also a child of the light. Uh, your energy is infectious and your communication skills are amazing. And honestly, this is going to be an amazing podcast. So let's rock it. Yeah, let's go. I mean, I, I've been following you now really closely for the last year and I've probably learned more from you um, in the space of peptides and hormone optimization than from anybody. And I knew immediately out of the gate, I mean, I got your course, I've read your books and you know, this is information that people are not getting if they are connected in any way to the conventional model of hormones, endocrine system. So I want to start there because this is really important for people to understand is 
because hormones are an absolute debacle. It's a disaster. I mean, yeah. we're basically managing metabolic chaos and we're yes. doing that by putting people on different types of prescription drugs. Uh, and we're really never looking any further. So why? And I actually wanted, I want to make sure that we hit on men because we have a lot of, we have a lot of episodes that I do and we always like focus sure. on women. But we're, and this applies to women too, but for testosterone, for hormones, like what is going on? Like, why is it that we have t healthy, tw you know, somewhat appearing healthy, right? 20 <laughs> in quotes, air quotes, 20 year olds with disastrous hormones. So it's a great question and probably the most important question that anyone can ask. And to the la ladies that listen to this, because I know you guys have a lot of ladies that listen to this too. Um, I feel your pain in the hormone optimization space. Um, I'm actually working with a couple of people to relaunch my first course from four years ago, the testosterone uh, optimization therapy decoded, but to make it for women too. And it will be the best course on planet earth when it comes out, which is probably going to be three, let's just say estimate within by middle of the year. Okay, 2024. Um, but the question that you're asking is the most important question, and it really is a different answer now than it would have been 25 years ago. And 25 years ago, and really I could say 30 years ago, they did a study. Uh, it's called the Hebrew University Study. It actually was published in 2011, but people still quote it today. And obviously, I used this study in my first book and then my second book, which is the book that really put me on the map, the Testosterone Optimization Therapy Bible. Um, they, they looked at 47,000 men in all continents, and they looked at sperm quality, motility, uh, and of course, quantity. And they basically, in the 30 years of the cohort population study on seven continents, they noticed a decline in fertility 40% across the board across all seven continents, right? What they didn't, they measured, but they didn't really report on was also that sperm, excuse me, testosterone levels, both free and total testosterone levels, halved, halved. So basically what is happening at that point when the study came out in 2011, nobody was saying what I'll tell you right now. And that is, we through modernization and again whether there's you know if my tinfoil hat's over there so if you want me to get it and put it on i can i always okay, keep I it close that. to me but <laughs> whether it is orwellian and orchestrated and engineered specifically or it's just a byproduct of again modernization the environment is a contamination zone people are under the influence of electromagnetic frequencies obviously uh contaminated air, food, and water from phthalates, BPA, uh, atrazine, glyphosate. I mean, again, everything in this technological age produces contaminants. There are offshoots, radiation. There's just so much, Courtney, that is contaminating both male and female endocrine systems that there is nothing that younger people can even do. I always use Dr. Anthony J, who I know you know, who wrote the amazing book, uh, Estro Generation, who's a good friend of mine. He when he wrote in and this is like so crazy to think that his book came out in 2018. But when he told people that they were and, and again again this is all suppressed. This is not you know Orwellian. This is literally big corporations are suppressing this data. But that you could put a female fish, excuse me, a male fish, into any freshwater tributary, aqueduct, stream, lake, even saltwater places, and within and this is in the United States. Within one year, they were female. So when you understand that, you have to realize that the same thing is happening to our species, mammalians, animals. We have basically feminized species through, you know, biomedical or biocontamination through, again, modernization. So 
you know, most of the smart people will say, oh, it's the women's birth control and the water supply. Right. So like in the 70s and the 80s and then, you know, into the mid 90s, so many women were on birth control, which, you know, at the time they were doing it was like, hey, we got to slow down the species. We're going to overpopulate a procreation or whatever. But they didn't realize the second and third order effects, which we're having now. And so the answer is young men of today, and, and, and it also works the same way in women, are basically under siege from birth. In, in utero, they are now exposed to less testosterone, less circulating testosterone, free testosterone. And so that's what's basically happened. They come out confused sexually. They come out with low bone mineral density. They come out with, again, lesser testosterone if they're men. It's, it's sometimes the opposite of women. Women are hypermasculine. They become, you know, uh, hypermasculated. So they, they actually are more masculine than they are feminine. So basically it's a quagmire right now from the endocrine, endocrine functioning, functioning. And look, the, the biggest issue of that is the lack of awareness. So, so many people, and this isn't just 22 year old, 18 to 22 year old men. This is 40 to 60 year old men have no idea that the reason they're sick is because they have a hormonal deficiency. It's, it's incredible, really. That is, that's a really good point. What, what symptoms would a man, maybe or even a, possibly a woman, not associate with a hormone deficiency or a hormone imbalance? Because I think that a lot of times we just associate hormones with fertility. Yeah. And then that's it. And so we're like, oh, well, we, I don't think we, I'm not worried about having kids. I don't have a hormone problem. So like, yeah. what are the other downstream effects? Yeah. So it's the best question. You just keep asking good question after good question. Um, it's brain fog. So most, and this is more noticeable in men than women, because remember women won't report it, right? Women just shove it off and just keep going. Um, but most men have crushing brain fog by the time it's like one thirty or two o'clock. Now, Normal pr protocol is, and this is true, by the way, they do nothing, you know, keep going, got to bring home the bacon. Eventually they can't get an erection or, you know, they're non-functional, don't want to have sex. So wife either thinks they're cheating on her or um, something's wrong. And so then she pushes him to go to the doctor, right? And then she goes to the doctor and he sees again, let's just call it a primary care physician or insurance doctor. And then that insurance doctor knows absolutely nothing about hormones and isn't even going to touch anything about hormones because again it's not their experience so we're not going to you know attack the allopathic physicians they're not taught this there's no standard patient of care and hormone optimization so what they do courtney is they say oh well if you're if you got brain fog are you also depressed and then most of the guys are like yeah i am actually right because again that's the next symptom well here i can write you this script for an ssri and then the next thing is i bet you don't get an erection either right and they're like yeah it's really a difficult okay so i can give you the blue or the pink pill right so it's like We've created this culture where if a man has a wife who's, you know, got hotspot and says, hey, dude, you got to go in and take care of mama, uh, they get nothing. They don't talk to a doctor who can prescribe them hormones. And so the only option really out there for people that are just, you know, very proactive and they find people like me and they find, you know, there's others, but, you know, they find our research, they find our books, and then they start watching the podcast, watching the videos, you know, perusing the content. And then they realize, oh, I got to get outside of my insurance uh, medical care. And I got to find a health optimization physician that actually works with cash, you know, who's an out of pocket person. And again, thankfully, and that's why you're, me and you are talking today, that has expanded so much in the last five years that people have A, found my work and B, and mo probably more importantly, most importantly, found doctors that I recommend. 
right? Because all these doctors that I work with are the best. They're not going to screw you up. And, 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 you know, again, if you ask those guys, and there's a lot of women too, um, they will tell you their business is uneffing up patients who were effed up by the primary care family doctor who, again, who had no understanding of what the problem was. Right. Yeah. Well, and that probably then just contributes to more metabolic issues because I know there's a link between insulin and obviously estrogen sure. and, 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 and so many other downstream hormones, but I mean, what, cause most people, okay. So they're coming in, you know, and they're like, all right, I've got brain fog, which that, that and mood are, gosh, they're so misdiagnosed. Like, yeah, yeah. cause we think, oh, it's a brain thing, you know? Yep. And it's like, okay. Yep. So, but you know, if you're, you're young too. And you're like, gosh, like I'm just metabolic. I'm like, I can't lose weight. I got all this extra weight around my midsection. Like, I mean, we know that, that fat cells, you know, carry hormone and then yeah. it also yeah. dysregulates more of the insulin. What's the link between that? Because I feel like it's like a snowball effect. Like things start to get a little bit haywire and then it just starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger. A hundred percent. I mean, look, I, I, you know, we talked, we were talking off air. I mean, inflammation, so let's, let, let's look at what happens, right? So like, basically people don't love and trust themselves from birth. Like all of us, you know, if you're not doing inner work, you're not meditating, contemplating, becoming introspective or sitting in nature for 10 or 15 minutes a day, you're going to get overwhelmed in today's society. It's period point blank. So I always tell people like, when I first start talking, I'm like, what is your inner work practice? Like, and again, 90% of people are like, what is that? Right? So it's like not, knowing that, if you're not doing an inner work practice, eventually you're probably not exercising enough. You're probably not doing enough cardiovascular activity. You're surely not living insulin controlled. People are like, Jay, what does that mean? Well, it means you regulate your carbohydrate consumption. Okay. I'm not a big, and again, I've written many books on fat, on fat loss, but I'm not a big like keto or carnivore, or if it fits your macros or Atkins or any of this, I'm about metabolic flexibility. You eat relative to the energetic demand that you require, right? If you're a bodybuilder, you need carbohydrates. If you're a triathlete, you can probably go keto. You know, if you're like us and you just want to look better naked as you get older, you mix whatever else you want to eat again, relative to your demand. But at the end of the day, insulin overproduction is what leads to body fat deposition, metabolic derangement, and again, all the eventual diseases of aging that come about as we age, because over time, the insulin resistance and the metabolic derangement, again, create visceral body fat. Visceral body fat is, by the way, the most inflammatory substance known to man. It's more inflammatory than kerosene. You know, they've done all those experiments when they remove a pound of visceral fat from a person's body, and then they do all these things with it. But it's like, at the end of the day, if we just know that the best way we can live the longest is by being lean. Like this is so simplistic, but if you're lean, you can't be inflamed because inflammation is in the fat cells, right? So like, how are you going to be inflamed if you're fat? I mean, if you're not fat, you really can't be. Now, some people will say, that's not true, Jay. You can have an inflamed microbiome. How are you going to have an inflamed microbiome if you're walking around as a man with 10% body fat or as a woman with 15 to 17% body fat? It's very rare unless you've got, you know, some sort of a disease or you were exposed to like heavy metals or something, you know, cause, and, and there's outliers and things happen like that. But the bottom line is if people could just lose body fat and, you know, the, the correlation is it's a lot harder to lose body fat when you don't have hormones that are optimized, right? It makes it nearly impossible, especially when you're in your forties or up. Yeah. 
Are you, are you of the camper side, you know, when we talk about hormone optimization, assuming you've got somebody that is aware enough to realize that they've got a problem that they're not getting a solution for from their, their primary care. And they're like, I want to try and fix the problem. I mean, do you think that somebody that is metabolically deranged can in their own, you know, ability, be able to start to write the ship? Do they need to have lab testing? Like, what type of mountain are we looking at climbing? Because somebody, I mean, we like to deconstruct things and I love yeah. for people to have action steps. And most yeah. of our listeners are pretty informed, but yeah. a lot of times they're informed enough to realize they have the problem, but they don't have the knowledge to be able to say, now I know what to do about it. Yeah. So it's a great question. This, the first step is for sure always to get labs. And, you know, I have, you know, not to shill or anything like that, but, you know, I have a relationship with private MD labs and I tell people go to private MD labs forward slash JC. There's three different levels, depending on your economics. You know, if you can afford it, I always recommend to get the advanced panel because the advanced panel gives you your inflammatory markers and your inflammatory markers are always the best, you know, biomarker arrangement to understand like what risk are you really truly working with at your current age, right? Because if you're in your twenties, your biomarkers aren't going to be as bad as somebody who's in their 40s, again, depending on your lifestyle. But that's step one. So awareness is step one. If you have a deficiency and, you know, a lot of people will say, yeah, but OK, I get my labs back. Then what? Well, it's pretty simple to read them like you don't have to be a, you know, a doctor or rocket scientist to read your labs because you're going to see when ranges are outside of the range, right? It's going to show outside of normal or red or whatever, depending on the company that you use. And again, it does, can, it can get, I would say somewhat confusing because there's different labs, right? There's um, uh, Quest Labs, there's uh, LabCorp, there's, there's different labs with different ranges, but the bottom line is find an independent laboratory testing company. Okay. It doesn't have to be private MD labs, can be direct labs, discounted labs. There's like 10 of them in the United States now. And by the way, importantly, don't do salivary tests for labs. There's a lot of companies that will send you those. They don't work for serum blood testing. So like, if you really want to understand your hormone levels, you really have to get, you know, venous puncture, you have to actually get labs pulled. But again, there's so many of them and they're so cheap, Courtney. I mean, a person, a male or female can get all their labs that are important done for 200 bucks right? Don't have to have a doctor's script. You know, you can do it yourself. So once you know, and, and, and getting back to like how you can read this, you can go on YouTube and find a thousand different people in one search that can show you how to read your labs. It's, I mean, it's literally as simple as that. I mean, I've probably got 10 videos out there, but bottom line is know what you're working with. And then once you know you're working with, you have to understand you very rarely can go to your family doctor. Or, you know, your allopathic physician that's a part of your benefits, right? You can't, most of the time, you can't just go to a urologist or an endocrinologist because, again, they're structured as the guys and gals that are supposed to know about hormones because they know stuff from a scientific level, but they don't know from an experiential body of work and a practice level. So you want to find somebody who comes highly recommended, who's been working with men and women for a long time in hormone optimization. And, and I think the other point about this that's critically important that will really serve your listeners is, and because this is like, you know, ABC education that I do, I'm in the war, the, the trenches with every day. So many people want to use peptides who are not hormonally optimized and they are throwing their money in the trash. Now, that's not to say that someone who's not hormonally optimized and blows their elbow or blows their shoulder can't get benefit from using a peptide for healing. But if you want peptides to work like a symphony in the body, a fine working symphony, it's first hormones optimized, second 
lifestyle optimized. I'm doing resistance training, which is again, bone bearing. I'm doing cardiovascular to strengthen the vascular systems. And I'm also living insulin controlled, which means I'm not eating too much insulin or, or consuming too much sugar and carbohydrates to overwhelm my insulin uh, sensitivity levels. If I'm doing those three things and I know I'm hormonally optimized or working to get hormonally optimized, and then I start using peptides or again, bioregulators or growth hormone or any of those things, you're going to see a much more profound effect and a synergistic effect between all those things than you will if you're just an average Joe who doesn't do any of those things and starts using peptides. And again, unfortunately, and I know I just kind of rabbit hole because we weren't even talking about peptides, but this is important around hormones. The average person who starts using peptides screws up because they don't do those things first. And they just jump into peptides because they saw this guy, Jay Campbell saying, oh my God, BBC and TB 500, right? Or they saw me talking about Epitalon and about how it you know extends telomeres. I mean, the truth is all those things are good. And yes, that is true, but it's in the context of like, do you have your lifestyle dialed in? And if you don't, don't throw peptides into the mix because like I said, it's not going to pencil. And that's why a lot of people find, and you'll see this too much, Courtney, it's crazy, but they'll be like, oh, I tried peptides and it didn't work. That's the one thing that I really try to point out when I do conversations and podcasts is like letting people know that like, look, there are other factors that you have to take care of. Look, yesterday I get a message from a very, very influential A-list person and they're like, I'll pay you anything. And then they tell me that, it's, it's for a family member. And then they tell me the family member is 380 pounds and six foot one. And they want a bioregulator and peptide and a stack and any amount of money. And I'm just like, dude, like they're not magic. Yeah. You know, I, I, you, you can't just start taking these and like change a person's body composition who's obliterated themselves, you know, for whatever reason. So people have to understand that they are adjuncts to a healthy lifestyle and when used appropriately and in combination again with hormone optimization they can absolutely create a metahuman but you got to have your con you got to have context yeah that's i'm so glad you actually went there because that's where i was hoping we would go and because i i you know i've dabbled with a lot of peptides too and then i immediately have people that are like oh my gosh like you know which ones are you using and i'm like right. listen you can't just you know, and, and you can say that about anything you say about your diet, your supplements, like what time of day I get up, when I work out, how I work out, like yes. it is so much N of one. And, and I love that that is threaded through all of your work because you're always like, I can't give it to you on a silver platter because it won't, it's right. not going to serve you long-term if I just hand you the, hand you an, you know, a written instruction list of what to do, because until you're invested to the point where you're like, I can't accept an outcome that isn't going to be positive, you're not going to see lasting change. And if you want longevity and you want your health to be something that you're, that makes you feel like you're living exactly the way you should be to your potential, you have to have something on the line. You got to get skin in the game. That's exactly so, right. Yeah, I love I love that. And okay, so we're 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 getting into peptides. So I love this. Now, assuming you're 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 doing the lifestyle stuff, we're optimizing hormones, right? And so now we really want to up the ante because you work with a lot of professional athletes, you work with high performing uh, individuals, business owners, entrepreneurs. You know, say you know if you're looking at, I want to be able to improve my recovery. I want to I want to know that you know when I'm working out that I am building muscle. I'm losing fat. 
you know, what's the best strategy? Now you, you also have, I'll plug your 30 days of shreds because that's a super phenomenal tool. Did book. you actually read that book? Oh my gosh. I've just, <laughs> I've got them all. Awesome. Like, they're all like, they're all floating around. I've that's got like, so awesome. by the way, that is the best fat loss book ever written. And no one even knows about it because it came out in September of last year. It's going to blow up this year. Cause obviously I have a plan tomorrow with my team and my marketing company to like really blow it up on Amazon and stuff like that. But, um, okay. So let me, let me, let me summarize because we rabbit hole, not you, me, cause you know, I tend to go yeah, long winded, but love for hormones for hormones for men and women, men, there are two delivery systems for therapeutic testosterone. Okay. Period. End of story. Injectable testosterone now, you must inject with a frequency to mimic the body's natural production of testosterone. So that means every other day with a shot, and again, you can inject intramuscularly with a very small needle. People are like, needles, they freak out, right? But like a small needle, 28, 27 gauge can go intramuscularly. And if you want to use an insulin needle, which everybody's familiar with an insulin needle because there's so many diabetics, uh, you can inject into the stomach. Okay. And that's like a 31 or 32 gauge, which I literally, you could stab yourself and not feel pain. I mean, again, you got to teach people this kind of stuff, but that's number one delivery system. The delivery system that I use now, and again, I've been using this for six years and I've been on therapeutic testosterone for 22 years, um, is what it's called transcrotal. And it's a cream that you put at the base of the scrotum. The scrotum, by the way, just like the clitoral head has skin uh, permeability that is eight times more effective at absorption than any other skin location on the body. So again, the clitoral head for cream for women or the scrotal base for men, I, I kind of intimated for women. For women, they now have a cream that is pretty strong um, that can also be combined with estradiol if necessary, or even progesterone, which I don't really like progesterone as a cream, but some women can use it. But again, women are much more delicate flowers than men. Men are much more cookie cutter in the way that you can hormonally optimize them. I mean, again, we're all biochemically unique in N of one, as you said, but at the end of the day, women take a little bit more. Um, there's also now an oral delivery system for women. So my wife, Monica, is using an oral form of testosterone that she gets from Dr. Amy Wecker uh, in Miami. And, and there's a lot of women, female physicians now and male, female, male optimization physicians prescribing this uh, oral. Now, oral will not work for men, even though there are three FDA approved products, uh, and I won't get into the names of them, but they're old school, like the old school bodybuilding subculture in Europe had a drug called Andriol. And it was testosterone undecanoate. That's how it's pronounced. And it's basically a little base oil with a testosterone ester. And it's so low of a dose that it does nothing for men. But the FDA likes to see, as you know, when they see these poor guys that wake up and have 60 circulating testosterone and five free testosterone, they'll give them these oral capsules and get them into the 250, the 300 range, which Courtney is normal. Not optimized. I know, that's unbelievable. Not optimized, but normal. So I have all these men out there messaging me all the time, asking me about these three FDA approved drugs, which by the way, of course, are the most expensive ones, right? And, and every one of them to a person that I know that have used them. And again, these are new FDA approved drugs. Again, old delivery system, not, not nothing new under the sun, but new FDA approved drugs, super expensive. Every guy that I know that has gone down that route has come to me in two months and said, oh my God, I wish I would have listened to you. Because wow. they literally do not make you feel optimized. And again, the purpose of hormonal 
therapy is optimization. It's not normalization. That's why, you know, when I got big into this seven years ago, I coined the term, stop saying replacement. Why would you replace a molecule that is cessating as you age? We want to optimize the level, not replace a lowered level as we get older. So that's what good docs understand for men and women. It's not about replacement therapy. It's optimization therapy. How do we get them feeling amazing? Yeah, It's that yeah. simple. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up too. Cause it, it, you will have some people that'll say, well, you know, I just feel safer taking a capsule. And what you have to realize is that hormones, especially, I mean, and, and even with peptides, like the delivery is, is everything when it comes to potency and, and efficacy, because most of these have to, you know, if you're taking it orally, they have to go, you know, first pass of, you know, liver metabolization yep. and digestion and everything yep. else. They don't get absorbed. They don't get picked up. It's not bioavailable. But yep. when you're doing it transdermally, it's immediately bioavailable. It's the That's uptake right. is instant. And with right. peptides too, it's, you know, obviously different if you're going um, sub Q, but like, it's so easy. It's just that you've got to be able to get the, the, beyond the fear of, we just think like, oh, if it involves a needle, we could, right. this could be disastrous. And yes. you is a mental block. I even felt it myself. Yeah, of course. Do anything. Like, I'm, I'm well, I, I tell people this all the time. Like, the first time I ever injected myself with testosterone, I sat there for two hours until my, my first wife came up to me and she said, What are you doing? And I'm like, I just, and she just took it out of my hand and jabbed it right into my quad and, and pushed it in. And she's like, You're done. And I'm like, Look at her. I'm like, oh, yeah. so I mean, everybody has needle phobia, by the way. That word is called tyrannophobia. That's what needlephobia is. It's a bizarre word, but uh, everybody has that. But just to, 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 so, to tie everything together, what I just talked about, because women will ask, um, why can women take oral and men can't? Because women's requirement for testosterone, you just nailed it. It's got to pass through the liver. It's so low that that circulating amount of free testosterone that will be upped in a woman's um, you know, endocrine system and, and, and bloodstream is perfectly suited for that oral formulation. But for a man, he needs a lot more, and so it won't get him optimized. But a woman, it will. So again, if you guys have questions and you're watching this and you're like, he talked about a woman's oral capsule, I want to find out about it, you know, at the end of this podcast, and I'm sure in the show notes, you know, that we I can give information on how they can find it. But it is relatively new. It's only been in the last couple of years that there's been like a woman's oral capsule, but there's a lot of women that are doing really well with it, and my wife is one of them. That's yeah. Well, Monica, I mean, I feel like I know her, but I've never met her, but she, I've seen, you know, I see her pictures and in, in like your books and stuff, but I'm just like, Monica is shredded. Just so, <laughs> like, she's, she's amazing. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, she I, is my lab monkey. <laughs> well, I mean, then you've got it dialed in because I mean, she's, she's got it going on. That, that Thank is you. She will love to hear that. She, she honestly, I wish I could take all the credit. She's a very hard worker. She does have really good genetics, but yes, yeah, like she'll tell people when she gets interviewed, she's like, I'm just a really good listener. Yeah. Well, you know what? Being teachable, I feel like that is probably That's one a of huge the thing. Qualities. Yeah. That's a huge thing. Yeah. Yep. You're coachable, man. You it's, it changes the game, but that's why we're all here. And I know you guys listening, I mean, you're looking for the same thing too. So, okay. Well, I, I want to ask this then, you know, for, for, you know, the individual that is uh, considering hormone optimization, like they're really trying to dial that in. What are the things outside of uh, testosterone that you feel like, you know, and it could, I mean, it could be anything from, you know, I mean, I've heard of like Tangat Ali, like there's other things too, but the, there's stuff that circulates around. And I'm like, how effective is it? Because, you know, I also know like it, based on your work, like 
a lot of men need to be on testosterone. Like what, what almost, would you say? Almost all of them. Almost all of them. Okay. okay that's so that, that's actually really good for context because if you're listening, maybe you're married to a man and you're like, maybe this needs to be a conversation you have with him. I mean, yeah. is that like most men you would say need to be on testosterone? So, 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 so let's go. So let's unpack it a little bit more. So, and again, this offends people, but I don't care. You know me. Uh, <laughs> there are no oral natural testosterone boosters that do jack shit. Now, there are studies out there that say that so-and-so, phagodosia, tribulus, uh, Tomcat Ali, improve libido, and that's true. But libido and testosterone optimization are not even in the same universe. This is two separate things. If you're feeling desiring sex, like that has nothing to do with whether or not you have free testosterone that is optimized. And again, free testosterone for both males and females is what matters. Not total, because total is just a measurement of all the unbound and bound testosterone that you have in your body at any given moment. Free is what is available and is, I should say, is bioavailable and able to be, uh, technically it's unbound, it's technically able to be used by the system. So that's a whole other thing. Like most people, they get their testosterone measured by some doctor who doesn't know what they're doing and they don't measure the free testosterone. And then they come back and say, my, here's my levels. They're not rabbit hole. Um, there's nothing, literally nothing, okay. uh, you know, zinc, aspartate. I mean, I, you know, in my book, the both books, we had a chapter on it, but in the second book on the testosterone optimization, testosterone optimization theory Bible, we'll just call it the TOT Bible, which was written in 2017, published in 2018. We did a whole chapter on all natural testosterone boosting agents. We, we looked at all the literature. You know, again, that book has literally 1400 scientific references and 680 pages called it the Bible for a reason. And there was nothing that ever showed anything other than a transient rise transient rise which literally means nothing you get a transient rise in testosterone if you train german volume training high rep training you know you know intervals fartlek tabata you can see a transient increase in a lot of different things but that doesn't lead to optimization yeah. so in answer to your question almost all men have a testosterone deficiency in society today all fat people have testosterone deficiency because by its very nature when you have belly fat, you have a cytokine storm going on down there, and it's completely dysregulating your hormonal machinery. At the end of the day, men don't know they have sexual dysfunction. I mean, don't know they have a testosterone deficiency. Uh, they have all this metabolically uh, in, uh, dis uh, dysregulated machinery because, again, they have too much belly fat, which is led you know from insulin resistance and obviously metabolic dysregulation and, and, and just obesity. And so all those guys have a have have basically a testosterone deficiency and to, to answer the very very original part of the question is like what can you do naturally to get better i, I said it at the very beginning of the show lose body fat the leaner you are the more functional your body's machinery will work it's literally that simple but as you know it's not that easy again because of the you know enslavement through all cause and also because people are metabolically deranged. And, and when you are metabolically deranged and you have low testosterone, it's very hard to exercise, Courtney. You don't have energy. Yeah. 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 No, that's a man. 
There's yeah, there's so much to unpack there. The the energy thing is so critical though, that piece, because you can't dig yourself out of a hole if your threshold won't allow it. So right. essentially, like if you can't build energy, then you can't restore function right. and get yourself out of a deficit. Right. So how does how does somebody do that? Like how do you get, you know, honestly, like, you know, lifestyle, I imagine just cleaning up your diet will be like the That'd be like the biggest foundational piece. But, you know, are there tools that you feel like people can use to get the needle moving so that they get out of that hole? Because well, somebody I, mean, I mean, for sure, but it's fasting. So fasting, because the autophagic and the hormetic response of fasting will clear the mind. But the other, the, the, so, 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 so it's a yes and no. It's a lesser of two evils. Like, again, you know, I always get, you know, metabolically deranged and obese guys message me and they're like, I've done everything. I can't lose this last layer of fat. Right. And that last layer of fat is like 15 pounds of belly fat or whatever it is. And it's like, I understand because their hormonal machinery to remove fat is broken. They do not have any testosterone, free testosterone circulating. You know, testosterone is lipolytic by nature, right? So it burns fat. The more testosterone a person has, the more optimized they are, the more fat they burn at rest right now, right? Like I'm a fat burning machine. I mean, I'm fasting right now. I'm going to be doing a bunch of filming in Mexico in about nine days or 10 days, you know, God willing that I make it through Cincinnati this weekend and don't get, you know, quote unquote sick. I don't use that word, but the reality is, is like when you're optimized, you are burning fat by just standing here in operation mode. Right. Whereas yeah. a fat person is not, he's inflamed, he's insulin resistant. He's got all this, you know, broken again, deranged machinery. So fasting is by far the number one tool for a person who's not a health optimized, uh, who doesn't have, you know, enough testosterone or hormonal optimization or again, circulating free testosterone. But that even has its limits because eventually you will get to a place of like, okay, I got to get hormonally optimized. So again, it goes back to. And again, as you know, it's in 30 Days to Shreds. That's the perfect book to read, to understand like what is step one, because obviously we wrote that book for total newbies, fat people who are literally destroyed. What do I do? I don't have access to anything. I don't even know where to start. And then, of course, we have mid-tier mid and then, you know, people like us, like super optimized, you know, dialed in, doing all these different things. So it's like any level of person, it's a good starting point for. And I give that book away for free. All you have to do is email our team and we send you the PDF. But at the end of the day, you got to know from a laboratory standpoint, you know, am I deficient? And if I'm deficient and I don't have access to a doctor or I'm afraid of needles or whatever it is, then it's fasting. It's understanding. Uh, you know, that's another thing, too, is, you know, anthropomorphic measurement. Like, what is your body fat level? So many people will start out like gung ho, ready to rock. And it's like, how do you measure what you don't understand? Right. Like what tracks gets measured. So it's at the end of the day, like if we're not aware of what our body fat percentage is, what is our body composition, then it's not going to matter because how the f do you know in a month, 30 days or whatever, let's say it's two or three months, if you've got to do a lot of 30 day cycles, like how, where you started and where you're going, right? So I always tell people, know what your body composition is before you ever start any kind of fat loss journey, because you can't measure what you don't actually understand from an origin. So, you know, in a roundabout way, get your lab work done understand if you have a hormone deficiency. And again, 90% of people have a hormone deficiency. That is inevitable. Look, if you live in the wilds of Africa, 
you know, somewhere outside of the United States in a second or third world country, and you don't have all the modernization around you, you might not have a hormonal dysregulation issue. But almost anyone living in a first world country that is, again, yeah. under, un, you know, undergoing modernization and first world industrialization, forget it. It's just, it's not possible. It's literally not possible. Hey there, wellness enthusiast. I am thrilled to introduce you to a game changer in holistic well-being, Bond Charge. This brand is all about optimizing your life through evidence-based products rooted in science and inspired by nature. From blue light glasses to red light therapy, Bond Charge has it all embracing ancestral ways of living for our modern world. But let me share with you a personal favorite of mine, the infrared sauna blanket. You know, if you're looking to burn extra calories, detoxify your cells, or simply unwind from stress, the infrared sauna blanket is the answer. It burns up to 600 calories per session. It's easy to set up, clean, and it heats up rapidly and has the lowest EMF compared to all competitors. Now, personally, I love enjoying a 30 to 40 minute session while relaxing with my family, reading a book or meditating. So if you're ready to transform your wellness journey, go to bondcharge.com and use the coupon code AXE to save 15% today. Yeah, you can't get away from it. I mean, it, it is everywhere. You, you, you have to be on the offensive side. Like you just can't, you can't just like get out there and then just wait till the wheels fall off and then, you know, yep. oh, okay now, but that that's where a lot of people are. And so, you know, I am sensitive to the fact that most people are just now waking up to this or they're, they're dealing with multiple symptoms, maybe, you know, several different diagnoses. And it's sure. like, now where, do, how do I turn this thing back around? So, yep. you know, yeah, I think you, you make a great point, but you know what, owning it and of one, like get out there and just start doing it and don't be afraid. I think you do build a lot of confidence in people in that way by just telling them like, you don't need to be scared of it. Like be scared of the alternative of just the drugs because what that's- I tell people when it comes to peptides, right? Cause it's always like, I want to be an expert. I want to hire you. Blah, blah. I'm like, look, the only difference between me and you is I started injecting peptides and wasn't afraid to do it. Wow. That's it. I got them. I watched a video. I mean, again, this is now going back 20 years. I started, I was telling people I started using Ipamorelin in 2006 and then I found my old papers and it was 2004. And so it's like 20 years, 20 years I've been using peptides, right? And again, underground, way before I was an author, way before I was this quote unquote online gypsy. Dude, my daughter literally says to me last night, this is a rabbit hole. This is hilarious. She's like, dad, my cheer coach asked what you do. And I said, well, what did you tell him, babe? And she's like, I didn't know. <laughs> Just tell him I'm an online gypsy. And, 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 uh, and she's like, dad, I can't say that. You know, they're, they're going to get mad. And like, they're not going to get mad. They're going to ask probably another question. Like, what is that? And then that's when you say, well, here, here's my dad's number called. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's hilarious though. Like, you know, people are, people, people be like, so what do you do? I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm my accountant's worst nightmare. <laughs> I appreciate what that. Is, what are people like me? You know, like Ben Greenfield and I joke about this all the time now. Like, what are we? Like, you know, pe- it, 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 we don't have like an, a role. We're, we're not like, you can't plug us in. You know, we're like, well, people call us influencers. You know, we're subject matter experts. We're authors. <laughs> Yeah. Like, when your daughter says that to you and I'm like, baby, just sell them an online gypsy. <laughs> online gypsy. I like that. Yeah. 
I think that's good. Uh, I mean, I, I think like when it just becomes your lifestyle and like this, be, I mean, it's so out of the, like the way that you live your life and like the way, that, you know, if you're, if you're awoken to like, you know, really being the owner uh, and like just claiming the sovereignty of your own health, like right. you, you really put yourself in a category that most people can't define right. or understand. So you yeah. just own it. I just call it, I'm just owning my, I'm just owning my. Maybe I should, we just call ourselves a sovereign soul. <laughs> there we go. That's what I do. I'm just sovereign in my life. But, but, but back to what you were saying about peptides and, and, and or what we were talking about with peptides and like, cause I know we're going to say into that is, Peptides is literally something where you read a book. It can be my book. It can be Dr. Seed's book. It can be watched podcasts. There's a lot of good stuff out there now. And then you say, okay, there's one of two camps, right? And this is obviously a very important topic as we say into this, but it's like, okay, I can have my doctor. And again, a health optimization doctor, which you guys talk to all the time, uh, or I can do this myself and I can go the research way, right? Now, thankfully, a lot of people are becoming the proactive, you just said it, the proactive scientists of their own health. And they're like, nope, got burned by doctors in 2020 and 2021 for the, because of reasons we won't mention here because we don't want this podcast to be censored. So I'm not going to be going down that wrath anymore. So I'm taking ownership myself. I listen to Jay Campbell. I listen to Ben Greenfield. I listen to Mark Sisson. I listen to these people and I'm going to go and procure these myself, right? So now you've procured them yourself, right? You bought BPC and TB500 and you bought IPA and TESA you know, and, and you got brain stuff, you know, Selank and C Max, and you also got, you know, the, your, your, let's say you're my age and older, you're in your fifties and sixties and you want to slow your aging. So you wanted to use a pitalon or thymolin, you know, again, the telomere extenders. And so now it's like, I got them all here in front of me. And now what do I do? And again, this is the dilemma. This is most of your audience. This is like, what do I do now? And the reality is, and this is very simplistic, you pick what is most important for your health and goals at that moment. Because what you don't want to do, Courtney, and this is where people get confused, is you don't want to take all those peptides at once because they're addressing multiple systems, multiple biological systems, multiple organ systems. So what is your health status and what is your most pressing concern? For most people, they got an injury. And it's not all people, but for most people, they got an injury. Ah, my shoulder, I got a bum shoulder, I got a bum elbow, I got a bum knee, I got a bum ankle, whatever, right? So, okay, cool, we're going to use BPC and TB500, and we're going to address that specific area of the body. Maybe it's two or three areas. And so if it is, we're going to learn how to use BPC and TB500 in a surgically precise dose for either maintenance or acute, right? Acute is like, oh, I just hurt myself and I'm severely disabled and I have inflammation there and I'm bruised and I can't move. I lack you know, range of motion, blah, blah, blah. So the, obviously the acute level of usage is a higher dose. If you're using it for a maintenance purpose, and a lot of people use BPC and TB500 for maintenance purposes, then it's a very surgically precise dose for a certain amount of time. Now, again, to not make this overly complex, the, the time guidelines and the cycle uh, lengths are all in my book. They're all in Seed's book. They're easily found online. Again, I always tell people this, you don't want to spend money to buy my book or my course. Cool. Go on jcampbell.com and it's free. Use the search queue. There's literally thousands of articles there now, and they're all the best articles online. It's the same stuff that's in my books, right? It's just an individual article. So everything's out there now. So you do have to do a little work. Remember going back to the 100 IQ, right? You do have to do a little bit of research to understand how does this benefit 
benefit and serve me relative to what my use case is, right? So that's understood. Now, I want to move to something else. And, and again, this is the biggest question I get now. So how do I stack them? How do I use this peptide and that peptide and when, right? Great question. So same thing. What is your biggest issue? If you are injured, your diet should be around healing. It's not going to be around fat loss. So if you're injured, you're going to be eating more carbohydrates and drinking more fluids and, you know, getting obviously more glycogen reg uh, uh, regeneration or restoration or repletion so that you can heal. So you can't be thinking, I'm going to use a bunch of BPC and TB500 and get ripped at the same time. It's not how it works, right? Yeah. So it's like, I want to get ripped after I heal. So whatever that uh, you denote that appropriate amount of time to quote unquote heal, you can then start using the fat loss peptides and then you change your diet, you use 30 days to shreds or a fasting protocol or whatever it is that you do to get lean. And then you do that. So it's, it's important that people have context yeah. because again, that's the, the other bigger thing. And I know you guys get this all the time and you probably with your parents, like they order all these peptides and, or they want to use all these different peptides because they have all these different issues or maladies or symptoms or whatever, but you can't take them all at once and expect like every system in the body to be addressed. It's all relative to your diet, to your lifestyle. So I always tell people like, what can you stack? Because that's the biggest question nowadays is like, okay, Jay, I understand that now. I understand I want to do healing and now I want to do fat loss and they're separate, but what can I stack? And I'll always be like, you can always stack fat loss peptide with a brain peptide. You can start, you can take a fat loss peptide with a, with a, a telomere extending peptide. Okay. Fat loss and muscle gain, again, or have to be contextually understood. And, 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 and newbies to this world always get this confused. You can't build muscle and gain fat at the same time. Or I'm, I'm sorry. You, you, that's what you do. You can't lose fat and build muscle at the same time. If you're going to build muscle, you have to eat in a caloric surplus, which means you're going to gain a little bit of fat. Okay. If you want to lose fat, you're going to eat at a caloric deficit which means you want to minimize your loss of muscle, which is obviously what that book is written for. That's probably the best book ever written on like not losing muscle and just getting shredded in 30 days, right? Teaches you every hack, tip, trip, and tactic, including peptides and hormones and all these different things to do it. So it's like, it's out there. The information's out there now, but now it just comes down to you, A, not being afraid, and then B, applying it. And look, I don't have a, uh, you know, whether you use a doctor and get your peptides from a doctor or you do it on your own, I could care less. Just yeah. use peptides. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that where you're getting your peptides from are legit sources and make sure that if you are going down the path of a doctor's route, that A, they're not ripping you off and B, um, that they know what they're doing. Because as you know, a lot of the docs that are prescribing peptides, read my book. <laughs> <laughs> and don't know very much. You know what I mean? And like, it will give you bad instructions. So just make sure that wherever you're getting your information from, especially if you're working from a doctor, that they do understand peptides. They do, again, have an experiential body of practice and working with a lot of patients and prescribing peptides. And look, thankfully for us, there are a lot of doctors out there that know how to use peptides. Yeah. But there are a lot that don't. And I, I see a lot of people who, you know, come to me and they talk to me about like, I mean, because you kind of said it earlier, you know, I've had people come to me and they're like, Courtney, they're like, you know, dude, I love your work. I love your stuff. I, I, I tried Ipamorella and I don't, I, you know, I believe you, but like, 
I don't understand how you get such great results with it. I'm like, what are you talking about? You tried it and didn't get work. Like, well, what were you like? And he's like, well, you know, I used the lozenges for three months and I almost fall over and have a heart attack. <laughs> I'm like, lozenges of ipamorelin? And then it's like, yeah, so-and-so is my functional medicine doctor in Idaho. I hear you it's like, they wow. have no idea. But see, that's the pharmaceutical industry. They prey on unsuspecting, unaware people, doctors included, and they sell them drugs, products, pe peptides, oral peptides that don't work. Yeah. I mean, imagine sucking on an ipamorelin lozenge, knowing what you know about crossing the blood-brain barrier, intestinal yeah. absorption, bioavailability, yeah. and thinking that you're going to get actual growth hormone activity from sucking on an ipamorelin lozenge. It's insane. But I see this all the time. And so when these people are being preyed on and don't understand, it's like, God, now you have to like do, you have to undo the damage. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I mean, do you think that peptides, like how, how you use them in your life, do you cycle them? You know, are there certain questions you ask yourself? Like you've kind of alluded to this already just about like, what is your goal? What are you trying yeah. to accomplish? Yeah. I think that's really, really important because most people are just like, uh, I just want to lose weight and, you know, just have energy. But I feel like having a better pulse on yourself on a regular basis, like what makes you decide what you're going to do for peptides and what parameters do you have around them just in terms of cycling? Because some people have the mindset that they get on them. They're like, oh my gosh, I feel good. Like, I guess like I have to spend $300 every month that I can never come off this because right. that's a, that's a, that's a real crutch. I think that some people they, they get attached to. Yeah, no, it's a great question. So, so I've never said this on a podcast yet now, but you're the person that I'm going to put this on the podcast for. So okay. I, when, when I, when I put this book out and again, remember I've been using peptides for literally 19 years before I put the book out, I never even put a book out until my team was like, bro, you got to put a book out on peptides. And I was like, why? It's like, who cares? Right. But they're like, you don't understand. People don't know any of this. So when I put the book out, it was like, and again, you know, if we talk about consciousness, you know, there's no coincidences, there's only synchronicities, right? So my book literally comes out at the beginning of last year. It came out literally, I think on February 1st. And it was at that time that all the information started to come out about the V. And so all, you know, the bad stuff. And so like all these people are like, I'm mad, right? I'm angry. I'm looking for alternative forms of healing now. Peptides is that quote unquote new frontier. Look at these unbelievable agents and molecules and they do all this stuff and they fundamentally heal and they attack the root cause and blah, 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 blah. So it's like, here's my book. Now, granted, Sears, 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 Seeds' book was out. Like it Barry Sears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have seeds mixed up, but like his book was out for a year and a half. And I love seeds. We're friends. You know, he's been on my podcast. It's one of my best, most watched podcasts ever. And it was literally from 2018. Uh, and it's sad what happened to his peptide society. You know, again, COVID destroyed all that. But, but the reality is, is, you know, my book comes out a year after his book comes out and all this is happening, Courtney. And so I was just in the right place at the right time, literally. And now again, clearly synchronicities, I was supposed to be there, but people start looking at peptides as like, oh my God, this is a new frontier. And it is, but for the wrong reasons. And, and what I mean by that is, is that I'm not saying that you can't use peptides to heal from V damage because you can't, but again, it's context, right? Like you can't be this metabolically deranged, obese, insulin resistant, you know, what was my, uh, Dr. Dr. Rob calls it a metabolic emergency. He's like, oh, I yeah. see nothing but metabolic emergencies in the Midwest, right? 
I mean, it's true, but, but it's like, you can't be one of those people with four V's and three B's and start taking peptides or bioregulators and think it's going to work. It just doesn't work that way. So it goes back to what you and I were saying, get your lifestyle handled or at least work on it and then incorporate these things in. But to answer the question, like peptides have to be cycled because peptides literally create antibody resistance and buildup in the human immune system. Like anything that's exogenous with the exception of testosterone, you have to cycle it because again, the body builds up resistance, antibodies, all sorts of other things. There's receptor attenuation. There's just all sorts of stuff. So if you're going to start using peptides, you said it already, you can't just think that it's like going to be as crutch that you use forever. Now we could talk about, you know, and, and we should, we got some time to segue into GLPs and, and, and this new supplement that I'm pushing out there now because it's unreal. But like the reality is, is that it's a tool. It's an adjunct, again, on top of a healthy lifestyle. And when you have a healthy lifestyle and everything else is dialed in, they are amazing tools. Again, ipamorelin, which I'm sure you're familiar with, CJC, I mean, all of these Growth hormone agonists, you know, they're either GNHRs or GNRHs, like they will enhance fat loss. They will improve deep restorative sleep. They will uh, improve skin elasticity. I mean, they do a lot of amazing things, but you can't stay on them forever, especially when you're a regular user of peptides or let's just call it a long-term user of peptides because your body just gets used to them. So when you first start a peptide cycle, you probably can do 12 to 16 weeks as a total newbie and get amazing results. But if you're somebody like me and you've been using peptides forever, I can't use a peptide for, for longer than six to eight weeks. I see instant, I, I, I stop seeing results and I get water retention. So again, I kind of have an, an awareness or an expectancy of, a not, of knowing like when it's working, when it's not working. So all people are like that though. Eventually when you use peptides regularly, you will develop some sort of a tolerance to it or again, a receptor uh, sensitivity to it. And then you just have to understand when to cycle them. But nothing is, uh, uh, like you said, it, it, nothing is permanent. There's no free lunches. What goes up must come down. So you have to understand that like you've got to use these from a cycle standpoint. But for me right now, because again, I know people like this and my wife, I'll talk about my wife too, is like the peptides that we use regularly, <clears throat> um, melanotan one. Now my wife can't use melanotan one because she gets st stomach stuff. I get that from melanotan two, but melanotan one, I've written about this prolifically. It does enhance consciousness. Uh, if you're a meditator or you do a lot of inner work practice, melanotan one in the morning at a micro dose before you do that will get you into a deeper theta mind wave state faster than anything probably. Uh, it's interesting because the guy that did all the research on melanotan one was a guy by the name of Frank Barr and he was suicided off the top of a tall building in, in, in California in the late seventies, which by the way, crazy enough, they've actually deleted all of his research off of the internet. And you know how I know that? Because I couldn't find it when I was searching for it like five months ago. And I was like, oh my God, my book still has it. So I went and got the book and it's still in the book and it's all gone. Literally, the guy's gone. If you search Frank Barr, he's gone. And he was one of the most important researchers on the melanin cortoid receptor complexes. Melanin is unreal stuff. Like the powers that be don't want us knowing anything about melanin because they really are like self-regulating biological energy complexes like there's very there's a lot of knowledge in the human dna and the human genome if you understand melanin but anyway melanotan one obviously makes me tan which i'm a little bit tanner right now which i'm using a little higher dose 
Um, and then um, it also enhances consciousness. So that's something I use all the time. Monica won't because, again, it makes her stomach a little bit sensitive. I'm thinking right now, I always have BPC and TB500 in a, in a combined vial that I carry around with me because you never know when you're going to get hurt. Uh, same thing with thymus and alpha-1, which is TA-1, which is, again, enhancing immunity. As I say, in the world of the bioweapon, you should have thymus and alpha-1 on you at all times because it massively upregulates immunity. Uh, it can you know, deaden any kind of like... Um, Patho, uh, what do you call it? Pathogen or germicidal, uh, you know, any kind of pathogenic response that's out there, it can, it can, uh, overcome it and, and improve your immunity and make you less sick fast. Like if you get COVID, if that exists, uh, you know, you can inject thymus and alpha one two times in a day or over a course of two days and you probably COVID will be gone. Right. So it's that, it's that powerful. Um, I'm not using, I mean, I'm very open about this now. I don't use the growth hormone agonist peptides as much anymore because we use, um, I use a genotropin pen. Right. Now, a lot of people think that growth hormone, it's like literally the common garden variety knowledge from people, uh, which I believe for a long time too. And so I would never use it. And then I actually started looking into the research of, of growth hormone and I started looking into, they all the research in kids so you have to understand they give this to dwarfs children that have growth physial plate growth disorders and they give them the massive dosages and there's tons of research going back decades and no side effects nothing other than the ones that they get too much they get like uh what is called acromalgy where the bones grow too big like you know the anthony robbins face you know he's got that so it's like, and I think his is natural because he's just a giant, but th the reality is, is like, that's the only side effect. So I'm like, what is going on? So then I start looking into the Life Extension Foundation research and it's the same thing. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to experiment on myself. So I started doing this in 2021 and I'm here to say to anyone, you can test this, you can vet, fact check this, you can do your IGF-1 test on it. One or two IUs a day of this for Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday, I don't give a shit whether you're 75 or you're 35, is amazing. What it does to the cell uh, structures is it simulates a younger, healthier biological system function. That's all it does. So it's like the benefit of this between growth hormone agonist peptides is this doesn't cause antibody buildup. This is permanent. So you don't have to like stop taking it or, you know, cycle it because it always works. The body sees it as growth hormone because it is, it's recombinant growth hormone, right? So it's like, if you take a surgically precise dose of this and you're hormonally optimized, you're pretty bulletproof. You're pretty impervious. So I personally recommend, you know, for most of my clients in my inner circle now, if you can afford it. And it is highly affordable, by the way. That's the other thing. You know, most people are like, oh, it's too expensive. I can't get a script for it. Since COVID, there's pharmacies all around the world now that ship it direct to your house. You know what I mean? And you, you, you know, you're technically supposed to have a script, but nobody cares. I mean, I mean, as long as you're not selling it, you know what I mean? And you're using it for personal use. Uh, there's no issue. I mean, I mean, I mean, again, I, I, I talk about this all the time, but one or two IUs, again, women, probably one, men, one and a half to two IUs is a game changer for body composition, especially if you're hormonally optimized. Similar to peptides, you can't just use growth hormone and not be hormonally optimized and think you're going to get the same results, but you'll still get some results because it's that profound of an agent. But just so people understand this, and I'm not joking when I tell you this, you can literally get a fourth for four thousand dollars an entire year and maybe even longer supply of growth hormone and for anybody who's aging and is attempting to slow their aging process i mean that is a value 
a supreme value. If you had a script in the United States, Courtney, for growth hormone, it's such a ripoff. It's like twenty-two dollars to $24,000. Oh, my gosh. Right. So you can get it. You, and this is, by the way, better quality because this is European genotropin, which is made by Pfizer of all companies. And it's the nectar of the gods, as I like to tell people. And it's like, again, it's the it's like the anti-aging tool of the elite. But yeah. now you don't have to be an elite, super rich person to be able to get it. It's very simple to get to get it now. And again, if you use the microdose Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday, and I and I would personally say that older people, I don't like using the word old, but like if you're 50 or older, you should use growth hormone forever. There's absolutely no reason not to use it. It will definitely give you a lot a lower age biological age from again again a biological system functioning. You know, there'll be people that'll listen to this podcast and say Jay's full of shit. It increases mTOR signaling, and we don't want mTOR as we get older because mTOR might increase cancer or their ontologic mutations of the cells. Bah, that's BS. There's no one that uses a low dose, a surgically precise dose of growth hormone that doesn't get benefit and doesn't say, wow. And again, the physicians that prescribe it and use it, they rave about it. Yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. I mean, because growth hormones declining, obviously, as we age. So, you know, that makes it does make total sense. Again, you've got to be able to do enough research, know your body well enough to be able to say, this is this is the dose. This is the schedule. This is why I'm taking it and then be able to measure the outcome of it. Is there anything that you do out that's like, you know, do you do any like lab work that, you know, you're looking at inflammatory markers, you're looking sure. at, is there anything that you like use to evaluate like how your body is responding to things? Because you are pretty opt. I mean, you yeah. stay optimized. So it's like, yeah. you're probably like, like splitting hairs of, of, you know, things. So it'd be hard maybe to even like feel like, oh man, I'm, you know, not responding to this. Well, is there anything yeah. else you use to like monitor your, your progress? Well, so I'm going to give you a funny quote. It's not funny. It's actually very surreal, but you and I can laugh about it, but a very, very famous doctor who I never named because he doesn't ever want me to name him, but he told me in person a long time ago, 10 years ago. Now he said, Jay, if metformin and growth hormone were in the water supply, there wouldn't be a single hospital in the world. As wow. we told me in 2014. So, and this is a very famous physician who's very knowledgeable and very globally accepted. And so the reality is, is like when you understand that and then you contextually come from a place of me who's been using these things and like sees the profound changes and not just myself and my wife and my clients and my inner circle, but it's like, oh, right. But to answer that question, a lot of people who use growth hormone want to measure IGF-1 levels. And that's fine. Go ahead, measure your IGF-1 levels. The problem with measuring IGF-1 is there's all sorts of what are called inter-individuality of the biochemical cascade of IGF in the, in the human uh, system, in the, in the bloodstream. So you could measure IGF-1 three times in the course of a day, whether you're on a human growth hormone or a, let's say a growth hormone agonist peptide, and the level is not going to be uh, you know, consecrate of what your optimized level is. And so like I always tell people, stop chasing lab values and start looking at your actual symptomology. Do you feel good? Are you, are you losing body fat? Are you sleeping better? Yes. I've gone from 17% to 8% body fat. Okay. Then it's real growth hormone and it's working. And who gives a shit if your lab range is, you know, cause a lot of people are like trying to get this mythical over 300 and the IGF one levels, but it didn't, it doesn't matter. But to answer the question, like I get my labs done once a year. Um, because I've been optimized for so long and I've tinkered so long, like I don't focus and get preoccupied on what my lab numbers are. Again, 
any good optimization physician is going to tell you in the in the absence of symptoms or side effects do you feel good if you feel good do you sleep well if you sleep well are you lean if you answer yes to all of those questions then who gives a shit about your biomarkers now that's not to say that you yeah. shouldn't actively you know measure them and look at them and again look for deviation right i got 22 years of laboratory ranges that I can go to go through if something comes back and I have like an aberrant range in one time. And, you know, every now and then something will weird will happen. Like my HDL level will go from 49 or 59 to 49. Yeah. Right. And, 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 or my free testosterone will be way higher one time than it will be another time, you know, because maybe I was taking my testosterone cream, uh, you know, and I applied it before I went and got measured, not thinking. Right. So, I mean, there's always deviation, to your lab ranges, but people cannot get preoccupied and fixated on their data things. And as you know, that's a big problem with people today because people get so caught up in tracking everything. My HRV. We, we, so, so look, we, did, we didn't even talk about, um, and, and I know we got like five minutes or so, but if you give me 10 minutes, I, I, I do want to talk about this, but th there's so much nonsense out there about the GLP-1 agonists. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's mind blowing. Yeah. The smart doctors who I give credit to who, who talk smack about these things because they're they're in their defense, they're looking at the data from the, the, the studies and they see a lot of people who are getting harmed. You know, now there's lawsuits against Wagovi and Azempic and all these things. And at the end of the day, all of that is true. But I, I, I beat this horse to death and I'll do, do it on this podcast, too. If you use these drugs in the context of health and longevity. Health and longevity is defined as I'm eating enough protein. I'm doing resistance. Again, I like to say bone bearing training for women who are getting older, you know, because they don't like to say, I don't like to lift weights. I don't want to build bulky muscles, right? Resistance training, cardiovascular training, and then living insulin control. Very simple. Very, very simple. You are not going to lose muscle. Okay. You are not going to damage your thyroid. You are not going to get Wagovi face or Wagovi butt or stomach paralysis. What do they call it? Gastroparesis is the word they use now. It's insane. There's all these lawsuits about this. But the problem is, and again, the allopathic medical community has no idea what they're doing when they prescribe these drugs to these people. None. Massive doses too. I mean, it's like. Well, of course. I'm, I'm glad you said that, but that's how they make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The higher the dose, the more the big pharma charges. I mean, and, and then more is the, you know, more is the percentage that they make. So again, I don't cast dispersions or talk shit about docs. I get it. They got mortgages. They got college tuitions. They got the same shit that we all got to deal with and they got to make money. And that's how they make money by prescribing drugs and, and doing surgery. I get it. Yeah. But you as the end user, the individual don't have to say yes. You can say no to the exploratory surgery. I don't want a rabbit hole. But, but the GLPs, as we write about in 30 Days to Shreds, are literally the greatest drugs in the history of pharmaceutical interventions. The, again, when they're used correctly, they're changing brainwave patterning for the better. They're eliminating terrible lack of impulse control. They're rewiring the brains for people that cannot control destroying themselves and gorging on like emotional sugar shit or, you know, alcohol, whatever it is they do. So, I mean, and again, this is science on this. This is not just me going on a podcast and ranting. There's a lot of science in this. So like when people say that they're bad, they don't know what they're talking about. They're speaking out of context. Now, I just literally last week, not even last week, it's Monday. 
launched a podcast with these amazing people in New Zealand that brought this product to market called Callow Curve. And I am not joking when I say this to people. You're the first podcast that gets this, by the way. This product is profound. I, I mean, I was walking through A4M in December and I saw this company and I was reading their literature and I'm like, if this is legit, this is a billion dollar company. Like, this is insane. So I start talking to this woman that's working the booth and her name is Sarah Kennedy and she's amazing. Shout out to her. And, you know, we just start getting into a talk and I think she's just a salesperson, right? You know, smart person working the trade show. And I'm like, look, because I don't think she knows who I am. I'm like, look, I need to talk to the ownership group immediately because if this is true and I'm looking at their studies and they've got a lot of science, like this is no joke company, right? This is no nickel dime, you know, throw up a booth for $50,000 and try to scam people. They've got clinical research. They've been you know, live in New Zealand since literally, check this out, 2019 October. So right before the scam, that's why this company is not all over the world. So anyway, I start saying this to her, I'm like, hey, can you connect me with the ownership group, you know, I can really help you. I can probably sell a lot of this. And she's like, well, you're talking to her. And I'm like, no way. And she's like, yeah, I'm the owner. I'm the founder. So like, boom. Then she introduced me to her co-founder. Then she introduced me to their science guy. And the podcast just went out on Monday. And it's, I mean, anyone who watches the podcast who com comes away thinking it's bullshit is full of it. Now, obviously I have 300 plus people now that are using the product. And I have five out of the 300 that have reported anything negative. And it was, again, the same old thing that you get from anybody who's GLP, which is like it caused a laxative effect. I had to run to the toilet, right? But again, if you're a metabolically deranged and obese, that's a good thing. You're, you're, you're literally, it's working. It's increasing GIP and GLP in the human digestive tract. And, and again, look, this is literally, Courtney, a natural supplement. It yeah. works only when you take it. It's not like an injectable GLP that's on all the time. You see what I'm saying? Like when you go to sleep at night and you're taking terzapatide or semaglutide injectable, and I don't care what dose, whether you're on a microdose or the super doses these idiots are prescribing these people, you are on that drug. And that drug is affecting your biological system. And of course, your um, your intestinal system. It's, it's, you know, it's working on your digestive tract. Yeah, so yeah. why would you not want something that's natural? Right. It doesn't affect you when you're not taking it. So again, to, to not be a shill for this company, because there's going to be a lot of people promoting this product. I think this is a world changing product. You take it when you fast period. You don't yeah. take it every day. It's not, it's not like a, you know, if you're a metabolically fat person or a deranged person, you've never fasted a day in your life and you take this, you're not going to get jack shit. Yeah. But if you're living a fasting lifestyle or a low carb lifestyle, or even a keto or carnivore lifestyle, and you want something to suppress your appetite so that you can go longer without eating, it's the best thing I've ever used in my life. It's insane. True story. No one knows this. Monica is not a long-term faster. She's again, mom is Mexican heritage, close to the equatorial plane, has very efficient, you know, insulin metabolism. And I, I talk about this in a lot of my podcasts and my research that, you know, the closer your ethnicity is to the equator, the less, imp the less likely you can go long-term without eating, right? Whereas people like you and me, Northern European ancestry, you know, quote unquote white, we're, we, we, we're hunter gatherers. 
So we go way longer. We can go two days, right? If it's feast or famine to eat, right? But again, the closer you are, usually this is darker skin too, the least likely you can go long-term. Monica could never, ever fast for longer than 16 or 17 hours. She would get hangry, her brain would melt. And again, she has nothing going on in the stomach. You know what she looks like. One day of Calicurb, two capsules, AM and PM, and she didn't eat for 22 hours. And she looked at me and she was like, what is going on? And I said, I told you. Yeah. The first day that I used this product, I thought I was on Terzapatad. That's how that's it is. Yeah. It's, I, a, it's a world-changing product. It's just a typical story of a science-based company yeah. who doesn't know how to market, who was in the wrong place at the wrong time, but they're now blessed that I found them and I'm going to push them. And all these people are going to find it. And like I said, I mean, you can go into the private group, which you're in, and most of the people are raving about the product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, I ne I've never heard of it until I heard you speak about it in, in your group, in your membership. And then I listened to your podcast that came out a couple of days ago where you interviewed, I listened to that whole thing. So interesting. And so I'll link that episode for you guys in this podcast so you can go learn a little bit more about it because it it is, it's phenomenal. And it like, it is, it's just kind of, you know, it's, it's hops based, right? So it literally it's is the hops flower and it's an extract and all these people are freaking out. We have a science based, um, I'll send it to you, but it's coming out today. It's like, it's, it's huge. It's a deep dive. My copywriter interviewed their scientists and their founders and they got all the science and all the studies and everything. It works better in women, by the way, than men. And, and there's a reason for that. It's a biological thing, but I'm not kidding you. This is like the biggest reveal, dude. It's so profound. Again, it's all going back to um, you guys, ancient health. It's regulating the human microbiome to where we were supposed to be. Yeah. So I am not now, and I'm like a feast or famine guy, but like even on my eating days now, dude, I didn't finish my post-workout shake yesterday. Monica was like, dude, you drank half of this. And I'm like, you know, I don't feel like drinking it. So I mean, like, again, Imagine if we could get something like this product into the hands of all the obese people. They're not going to destroy themselves because they won't be able to because their metabolism will go back to, again, ancient levels of health. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. I mean, I'm telling you, I did not expect this. I really didn't. I thought, ah, you know, if it's something that's cool, you know, but I was just like blown away because I was like, why are you guys not everywhere? Right. Why do people not know about this? But again, they're in New Zealand. New Zealand is 19 hours ahead of you and I right now. They might as well be in Mars. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not even the same world. I mean, they're amazing people, the Kiwis, right? But like, they're, it's just like, I'm like, dudes, you guys, this is nuts. Right, right. Well, and you know, I mean, pharma here, like that's the last thing they need is people getting their hands on something that they could take as an oral capsule that you know, could really generate some, some health uh, momentum in their life. So in the last two days, I'm not kidding you. I've had 20 different supplement manufacturers. How can I make it? What can I do? I'm like, dude, it's patented. You can't. But somebody will knock it off. The Chinese will knock it off. There'll be there'll be 20 copycat products in probably a month. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I don't know if they'll be able to make it or mimic it. They probably will. It is what it is. But that's the world we live in now. But it's so cool to think that you can swallow this, right? And you already know. Yeah. 80% of your listening audience, that's a statistical fact, by the way, will take this and will never take peptides because they won't eject themselves. Yeah. 
but they'll take this. So that's why I was telling these people like that own the company. I'm like, you guys have no idea. You're on the precipice of such greatness. You know, my, my only thing to them was like, do you have limitations on your supply chain? No, we got massive amounts and we're in the United States. So I, I, you know, I was blowing their heads up, you know, and they probably thought I was just some, you know, internet huckster. I mean, she knew who I was, but she was like, she was like really grateful. And now I'm just like, they don't know what to do because like, it's just insane. It's like overwhelming. That's it's really cool. Well, you know, again, like it comes back to the fasting, because I think that that is, you know, if we're looking at the toxic environment that we're living in, we're looking at just this, this overwhelming exposure to things like the only thing that is built into our bodies that can restore, I mean, literally turn over your entire microbiome and detoxify is fasting, but people can't fast because their metabolism, their insulin, their blood sugar is so dysregulated, exactly. so constantly needing to eat. So you're never, you're, your brain can't even, the lymphatic system, like you're you're just toxic and then everything gets sequestered in fat and then you just become, you decrease the threshold just week by week, month by month of how you're able to be metabolically efficient until you're not. And then it's like basic survival at that point. I can't say any better than that. That's amazing. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, if, if we're if just to wrap up, you know, cause I obviously there's been a lot of info and you did an amazing yeah. job interviewing me. This is like, I think my best podcast I've done in a long time, but like the, the truth is, is one be lean. That's it. Be lean, get leaner, lose body fat. That will literally allow you to live longer and stronger, statistically proven in order to do that. You have to find out if you have a hormonal deficiency. Right. If you have a hormonal deficiency, which again is 90% likely, regardless of your age, find a doctor that can prescribe testosterone or therapeutic testosterone to you, uh, male or female, and get your hormones optimized. And then once you're hormonally optimized, which by the way, as you know, doesn't take long. This is not like you have to wait a year. You can easily get hormonally optimized in two months. Some people can get hormonally optimized in three weeks, but let's just say it takes you two months. Then you start looking into all these amazing things like peptides and bioregulators and insulin controlled living. And, and, you know, truthfully, just to be a shill, both of my books, the peptide book will educate you as to, to the teeth and the 30 days to shreds book will work better than anything out there to lose fat. You don't have to meal prep, right? I mean, it's cool if you're 400 pounds and you should meal prep and you should eat better and get rid of shitty food out of your pantry, right? But you don't have to meal prep by following that book. You literally live a lifestyle of like, oh, this today I eat tomorrow. I don't. It's as simple as that, right? But those things are going to allow you to get clearer headed. We didn't talk about any of this, and maybe I'll come back on in the next podcast. But when you physically get optimized, that's when the spiritual component connects. That's when your body is actually allowed to connect with spirit. And that's why, like you were just saying, like, dude, it's it's hard for me because my mom died last year. God rest her soul. She was morbidly obese. They diagnosed her dying of COVID. But she was morbidly obese. And I've I've always been like outspoken to help obese people. Like I'll do anything to help obese people because people don't know, Courtney, how much pain they're in. Mm. When you're obese, you are a human cytokine storm. You are literally inflamed to a point where it feels like you have fires raging in every cell of your body at all times. People don't understand this. They look at fat people and they slight them or they blight them or they, you know, dehumanize them or judge them or criticize them or whatever. And it's like, no, dude, like if anything, you should be doing 
everything in your power to help them because you don't understand how much suffering and pain they are. And look, a very, very powerful spiritual mentor of mine told me like, and I never even understood it like this, but they were like, do you understand that obese people are harboring the levels of flesh, the layers of flesh are layers of trauma. And it's not just their own, it's transgenerational, interpersonal. So it's usually their family. So these are very strong, for the most part, beings. It's just we're looking at them and judging them because we're like, oh, you're lazy, you're fat. You, how, how do you get like that? But these are people that are like holding and harnessing all of this trauma. And that's what the levels are. And they have no way to release it. You know, usually you don't find too many metabolically deranged, morbidly obese people who are assholes. You really don't. Most of them are like very gentle. They're very kind. They're loving. They they just want to be treated well. And 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 again, they're they're absorbing trauma from mm. everyone, right? So it's like I, I have a big understanding of this because obviously I spent a lot of my life dealing with my mom's situations and and did everything I could to help her and realize again, people can't help them. You cannot help anyone until they choose to help themselves. Yeah. End of story. Right. And if a person wants to be obese their whole life and absorb that, then that's their right. And that's their path and their journey and their struggle, whatever. And some people might not look at it as struggle, but I would say it is because again, biologically they're sick. They're, they're suffering. They're, their fires raging through their system at all times. So it's like, be gentle, be kind, be loving to people that are like that and do everything you can if, if, if possible to help them because they, they, they can use your help. Mm, I've never thought of it like that. And that's such a great place. I feel like that to, to kind of land with all of this because it's, it, there is so much compassion. And I think that once, and we really do try and bring that to our conversations is like, we're trying to serve people from a place of real compassion, like connecting human to human, because that is, I mean, it's, it's frustrating to see how people have been manipulated or they've just, they believed certain lies, but at the end of the day, like we are all human in this experience together where we're trying to sharpen one another, trying to help each other. And so I think that that just brings like a very real humanness, you know, and like kindness from your heart, which really shows through your work. And obviously you're so educated, have so much experience, but you're relatable. Um, and I think it's because of that, like genuine kindness to really want to help other people get themselves out of a place where they feel they're hopeless. Yes. Yes. And thank you for saying that. And yeah, I, I, I do. And that's why I go out of my way to whenever I can, if somebody is inflamed and, and morbidly obese, you know, to, to help them. I mean, there is a level of reality and expectation, but most of them, again, do know it's what's funny, Courtney, is it's the people that want to help them that don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm like the person I got you the email the other day, we're like, oh, well, they're six, two and 385 pounds, but I want to know what bioregulators and what peptides and I don't care what the call, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, it's like, I, I, it's cool that people have intention, but we also have to work from a place of like what's possible and what's not possible. And clearly anything is possible with will and intention, but you also have to have a, a, a context. There, there has to be somewhat of a context. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Well, I got to respect your time because I know you've got, you've got a lot of things on your schedule, but uh, I'm going to pack our show notes full of all the different references. Guys, you've got to pick up Jay's books. I'm in his, he's got a private membership that I've, I joined a, a month ago. It's tremendously valuable. Um, I've taken his course peptides course. I obviously have his peptides book. It's like wide open and it has millions sticky notes in it. Um, so his resources are so helpful. Um, and they're helpful for the everyday person, the 30 day to shreds. I, I mean, guys, I just love that the work he's doing because it is, it's, 
accessible, no matter where you are on the spectrum of your health. Like there is an entry point for you and there is a direction and there's a path for you. So connect to his resources. Thank you so much. We, I mean, we could do like six more episodes, so I'll be in touch with you, but just thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. And uh, anything else you'd like to leave us with? No, I mean, thank you um, for everybody who's watched this podcast today. I have a link. Uh, it's jcampbell.com forward slash free books and all my books with the exception of the two newest ones, but we do give you the first two chapters and there's a ton of um, other stuff in there, like the God stack, the peptide cheat sheet, which is very, very helpful. It gives people the idea of understanding of like what, how much, re how much water to put in the vial from a reconstitution standpoint. Cause that's a big question for most people, but definitely I would love to come back because I think we do a whole show on 30 days to shreds. I mean, again, look, the biggest issue in the world today is obesity, too much body fat, insulin, this, you know, insulin uh, resistance and stuff like that, metabolic dysregulation. And I think really going through that book and from start to finish and, you know, giving people an idea that they don't have to be intimidated or afraid. And that even, even if they're 500, 600 pounds, that they can absolutely start at, you know, the part of the book that's for newbies and, and, and proceed from there. I mean, look, I've got, probably 20, which we have not done anything with yet, 20 different people who have the most insane before and afters. Like these are so profound that like, I don't know what to do with them yet because it's kind of like, this is shocking, but it's, yeah. it's cool because like, you really do want to understand that like people that are that big have an option and that this program will work for you and, and, and you can do it without blowing up your metabolism and damaging your thyroid. So cool. Yeah. That's like, I mean, nobody's really speaking to that. Like no, no, nobody's speaking to metabolism and health from the perspective of like the whole body, you know, yeah. not, not, yeah. not cannibalizing or destroying other parts of the body in the process. So yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to do it because I know that we've got so many listeners that would benefit from that. And, uh, and I've been through 30 days of shreds. And so I can tell you from experience, it's the real deal. So awesome. I can't wait to have you back on guys. If Thanks, you love this episode, like, subscribe, share it, follow Jay Campbell, follow us over at the Health Institute, leave us a comment. We'd love to connect with you and we'll see you on the next episode. Hey, Dr. Axe here. I wanna say thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. Also, if you're in search of more natural health content, you can follow us at Health Institute on Instagram or subscribe to our newsletter using the link in the show notes below. Hey, thanks a lot and have a blessed week.